Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. again and he's got it Gavin was closing in oh Gavin has scored Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three hello and welcome to it's all cobblers to me I'm Charles Collins and I'm here it's a full house we've got Danny Brothers Jeffy Chessy Jeffy Coleman I should say <laughs> and Neil Edgerton <laughs> who is doing his best uh, cyborg impression from the DC comics. So good that it took me half an hour to find out what the name of the character was. But hello, everybody. How are you all? Hi. Evening. Hello. Good. Hello, 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 hello. It's so good to have you here. Coming up then, the cobblers. <laughs> oh, we got beaten at Wigan. Went all Mr. Tumble there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> now, now. And uh, we start to look ahead to a big week that ends with the derby against that blue lot from down road um i want to get straight into it guys because there's absolutely loads to talk about this week um let's start with the weekend's game wigan two cobblers one initial thoughts on on the result um i was there i know you guys were well jeffy you were at a wedding so you definitely didn't watch it live yeah um, i was a bridesmaid at a wedding so a commitment to the indeed. wedding more so than the football, obviously. Very committed. Yeah. Obviously, you told the bride and groom that it was a stupid date to get married, just like <laughs> Neil did last week. <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> but what were your initial thoughts then, Chesie, about the result? Were you okay with the result? Unhappy with it? How were you? I feel very indifferent about um, the result, but why the wider picture, I still really do think that we need not to panic. This is really early days in what is going to be a bit of a slog of a season. We already know that. I think the idea of getting a result against Wigan, albeit ambitious, it 
probably wasn't going to happen anyway because they are a far, I believe, superior side to us. That doesn't mean to say we shouldn't strive to be beating those teams, but it, it's unrealistic to believe that by losing to teams like Wigan that you're going to go down because that's not the real situation. I think aside from the derby on Saturday, I think the next few games that we've got, we need to win because those are the teams that are competing in and around us. You're not going to get relegated by losing to teams like Wigan, who eventually I think will come good. I know they've got their points deduction at the moment, but that is, um, isn't is a relative view of what their actual uh, game plan is and how far up the table they'll be. So I think you don't get relegated by losing to those kinds of teams. You do get relegated by losing to the teams around you. That's more crucial at this point. I think the wider issues in terms of injuries and fitness probably play into what happened at the weekend. But actually, there are real signs of good football. James Hennigan said it on Saturday after the game. You know, we went out and played really positive football for large parts of that game and were just undone by quality. That is going to happen in this league. We know that. But we can see, and a lot of th things, I've seen a lot of fans saying, you know, we've not come away from that game uh annoyed or angry about it we're disappointed that we haven't got the result but nobody's really cross about it because actually you can see what we're trying to do you can see that there is momentum there and when it does eventually come and we get a few results I think actually the tide will turn I don't think we need to worry about this at the moment I think if we lose to Lincoln in the week then we'll have a problem first of all I, I've seen a couple of fans not happy with the with the result um i personally didn't agree with uh the ones that i saw saying that however like at the game itself i really enjoyed it i know we lost but i actually really really enjoyed it as a game to watch and we were in it this is the thing that i wasn't i think this is what makes me feel okay about the result is that it wasn't like we just turned up, rolled over and had our tummies tickled. It was a proper, we're going to have a go and, and we're going to try and win the game. And, it, you know, it is something that John Brady has said that we are, we are going to go and look to win and be competitive in every game that we play. That's how he wants the team to go out and the mindset that he wants them to have. And it showed on Saturday. I was, I was gutted that we... Well, I was gutted that we conceded the equaliser because it felt really soft at the time. And then I was just, I was devastated when the winner went in because I, I could see it happening before it happened. You know, McManaman got the ball and McGowan just backing off. I went, why are you backing off? I said, close him down, don't back off. And lo and behold, there it was, Screamer, into the top corner. I I, I really didn't feel like it was a, a loss that we deserved. I felt like a point would have been justified and would have been, it was an even game, I felt, and therefore a point would have been a decent value for the game. But we could have won it. and And that was... That was what really, at the same time as frustrated me, made me really happy because I was just like that going. It wasn't like we just sat back on a 1-0 and 
trying to, you know, which is what we would have done under certain previous other manager. We would have just tried to sit back and soak it up for as long as we could and, and, and then eventually would have conceded. Now, we didn't, I didn't feel like we did that. We still went and looked to make two and we came close on several occasions. And if we'd put one of those away before the equaliser came, I think it's a different game. And I think we would have come away with probably a win at that point, but at least the draw. So it's weird for me to feel really happy about a defeat, but I kind of, I kind of do. And I I don't know whether it's maybe because it's the start of the season. Like, would I feel this way if it was December? Were you on the beers, Charles? Was I? I had had a couple, but I was not on the beers. Two. How many shots? Did you have a did you have a chip bomb? <laughs> a did what? I have what, sorry? A chip bomb. A chip bomb, is that what they call it? A what? A chip bomb. Chip bomb. Yeah. What is that? A, a, a chip, chip bomb, sandwich, if you will. Okay, right. Chip sandwich, sandwich yeah, with you. Yeah, for you southerners, yeah. I didn't have I'm a chip not bomb. Southerner. I had a pie. I had a pie. I'm from the West Country. Very mm. different. It's pretty far Still south, southern. Jeffy. No, I it's think not. What, it's what Neil's... Southwest. South is Southampton. <laughs> Hang on a minute. It's still got the word south in it. Yeah, no, I'm not southern though. I'm, I'm from the West Country. Two very different things. Okay, okay, fine. I think what Neil's trying to say, Charles, is how happy were you before the game in terms of is, is that skewing any of your that's what I'm trying happiness, to get. Le- happiness levels? Are you happy because you had a nice day out? Yes. I mean, I did have a nice day out, but at the same time... I enjoyed the actual match itself. There are plenty of times when I've gone and had a really nice day out of the football and watched a terrible 90 minutes and not enjoyed that. I enjoyed this Keith, 90 minutes. I think Keith, 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 go back. <laughs> you think any, any good days out that we had when Keith was in charge? They must well, no, because we, we, we were all at home watching bloody... But no, but before that... Oh, we when we had... Before the, that, we just had before some... the pandemic... Literally, oh, the Sam game Hoskins before. Had an incredible day out at Sixfield yeah. against Mansfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. we lost that, and that was amazing. It was great and, um, fun. Kevin Van Veengate as well. That yeah, was fun. that was fun. Yeah, so that was nice, yeah. but maybe not a doubt. Um, I think in terms of, like we can never be happy with a defeat, right? I don't think we're ever going to sit here and say we're really happy that we've lost. It's, I just it's did. not going to happen. Charles, you know. <laughs> but I think what you're saying is despite the defeat there's positive signs which is what I came away with it thinking yes. and yeah. to come away thinking really disappointed that we've lost to Wigan away is is all right I think because you know that shows what kind of how much we're in the game and we we played some really nice football I thought at times surprised me actually from how much we took the game to to them and that's what John Brady's been saying for the last last couple of weeks is that we're going to take games to people to teams no matter who they are mm. and we definitely saw that and we saw it not only take a game to them we saw us go to them and and actually make us think that we could win it and from what we saw them do to Derby last week to this week, us nearly going and winning. I mean, we could have won it through through Paddy B, couldn't we? Mm. When, he, when he shot like two seconds before, <laughs> I think I put on the WhatsApp group, oh, Bruffy should have scored. And then literally, like, we're really in this game. We could win this. Two seconds later, McManaman does what he does. And I think that's the difference to, to where we are in League One now is things like that can happen. Players can just be at that level where they can just change a game within seconds, which we weren't getting in League Two. And we've had one, I'd call it, lack of con- concentration at a set piece that might not have been punished in League 2 we've had one moment of quality that could yeah. have been, that would never have been punished in League 2 and that's just where we're at now and 
we've got to take our chances and we've got to be more focused. But I, I, on the whole, it was I thought it was a really good performance. It was a decent performance. It was a good showing against a, a big team for this level. And we've got to try and take it on to Tuesday night, which won't be an easy game either. Like, you no. Know, do you, the do next you think two games are not going to be easy at all? I, I want to ask you guys a question um, in regards to ask how it. you see a game when you're away at one of these bigger stadiums against a uh, you know a team that is supposedly a, a you know a a bigger club than, than us. I was my vantage point was a lot higher than normal when you go to say six fields because of the size of the stand. And one of the things that I kept seeing with not just, um, well, mainly with Wigan, was the pace that they would pass the ball to each other and how good they were in terms of their first touch. I don't, want to, I don't think I, we were that far off them in that respect. But I, at the time, I thought to myself, am I seeing this purely because of, the environment I'm in. Like, if we were at Sixfields watching this game and it was exactly the same game, but move it to Sixfields, would I be noticing things like that? I'd, do you think that happens when you go to a bigger stadium and maybe you... I think there's, I think there's preconceived ideas of of that the, these teams are, are bigger teams. And actually, quite often, and, and a good example actually of it, many years ago was um, Leeds when they came right down to League One and they really struggled to get back up the leagues. Eventually, obviously, they did it and it's fine. But they they were stuck in this rut because they had this mindset. I'm not, And this is not just talking about Leeds now. This is talking about lots of clubs. This mindset, they're a big club and they expect to win. And then on the flip side of that is teams like us that come into the league and think, actually, yeah, they're quite a big club. We're, we're going to struggle to get a result. But my view to it has always been is we've earned the right to be in League One. And at the beginning of the season, the slate is always clean. And everyone has, with the exception of, of Wigan with the points deduction now, but everyone has a fair cop at, at going and having a go at winning the league in whatever respect they are. Because actually, the budgeting obviously is different. You've got bigger fan bases, you've got xyz circumstances but actually you've earned that right to be in that league so the mindset's really important for the club probably more so than fans but I think fans play quite a big part I think back when we played Sheffield United and we lost in like the last minute it was awful that we'd lost in the last minute and it was so soul destroying because we'd competed at such a good level against a really top quality team but I think it draws fans to to give more within the stand because they know it's it's a big game I, I, I don't know whether I've maybe articulated it properly Neil you were shaking your head at me I'm wondering if you maybe got <laughs> what I was saying a bit more um clearly shake my head at you um, um <laughs> no I, but, I the, the higher up the league you go the quicker it is essentially yeah like there's no like whatever you do get a different vantage point from a bigger stadium, of course you do, and you'll see things that you perhaps wouldn't normally see. But I actually think you're seeing what you're seeing. They are passing quicker because it's we're, we've gone up a league. I don't think you're seeing. I don't think you've been given like big stadium glasses, if that makes sense. I just think <laughs> that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? 
<laughs> Whenever we go to a, a, a stadium that's plus 15,000 in capacity, you just get these massive glasses. Get your special stadium cool. glasses. Get your big stadium glasses. <laughs> I, th- I actually think it's more noticeable yeah. when you're closer to the action, if that makes sense, the speed of the game, okay. um, personally. But that just may, may be how I view it. But I think what you see, you go up a level, the, the quality's better. Look at their, their winning goal on Saturday, right? You know, this just it's just natural. You're going to get that bit of extra pace crisper because they've got better ability therefore they can pass it quicker and whereas if you're looking in the doldrums of league two i mean let's be honest some of the players we've had in that league at times questionable whether they could actually pass it at all <laughs> so, so what you're saying is that you know i i wasn't necessarily being I, I don't know, seeing something that wasn't there, i.e. they were I better. So. I, I mean, I yeah, can't but... get into your body, unfortunately, because I'd like to. Um, <laughs> I, 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 don't think, I don't think so. No, I think it's, it's entirely natural. Like, whenever the yeah. odd time when I've been... Like, I remember, this was a good, good few years ago, I went to watch Norwich at Arsenal. It was that time when Arsenal scored a really, really good team goal. I think Wilshire maybe backheeled it in or something. It was incredible goal. I was amazed by the pace of the game because obviously I'm used to watching mm. Cobblers. Um, mm. That's not to say that I mean, Cobblers are still a professional club and stuff, but it is a different level. And it, so I think I just think it's natural the higher up the leagues you go and it's probably a step again at international level, right? The pace of it. I think we actually did well though in that sense because I think they gave us so much space to play and we're going to come up against teams probably a little bit more in that style than I'd say in Stevenage style I think we struggle against teams like Stevenage because they're in our face all the time whereas Wigan just gave us the ball and we were passing about really nicely and making making moves and doing like little one twos and things like that and I'm really enjoying the style of play that we were we were playing and I think hopefully the types of team we come up against will be more like that. They did start to press a little bit more later on, but in the first kind of hour, I thought they just gave us loads of space. And when we had the ball, I was quite surprised at how well we were moving it and how fast we were moving it. That's a good sign of things to come, hopefully. I think that hour mark's quite crucial at the moment for us um, in within game time because I think our fitness levels kind of probably take us to the hour mark and then I think we start to tail off a little bit and I think that probably plays into uh. other teams' hands. I thought we were, I thought we were better in that sense yeah. on Saturday. I don't know what you thought live, Charles, but I thought from watching it from Germany, from my vantage point, I thought we were a lot fresher second half. Mm-hmm. And Charles has had a great time. Need... He's, yeah, he's been to a big stadium. He's had some big glasses. He's he's had a few <laughs> beers. Glasses, he's had yeah. some shots. He's had a bloody lovely time. He doesn't care about the result. <laughs> Charles, as well, you haven't mentioned how you got to the game as well, Charles. Uh, well, I I came out of the pub. And yeah. it was absolutely slashing it down. Slashing it, yeah. How far was it from the pub to the stadium? It's a, at that it's point? a, it's a good twenty-five minute walk. All right. Manageable, then you'd say. Even if yeah, it's yeah, raining, yeah. Oh, we so, were in the atmosphere, myself. but did yeah, you get so, so you definitely walked. I was, I was planning to walk, but the rain. School town. Segway. I immediately so got wait. over. Anyway, ah, he is. Uh, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Uber Commons is back. <laughs> but you did share it. You were environmentally friendly. I did. I yes, did notice I did that you shared it this time. It. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. I wasn't on my own. Uber um, Commons. That sounds like. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I, we need Uber Commons for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to ask you about um, 
whether you feel like the referee had a part to play at all in our defeat. I'm out on this one. That's the Danny. I didn't watch I any think, of it. I, I wouldn't say he contributed directly to it. There were certain little moments like that bit on the sideline where Adi Mayo got fouled and then who I can't remember who got booked after straight after it. Um, Adi Mayo got completely clattered. No, but then we got a foul given against us, I think, which is ridiculous. Oh, was that when um, Leonard went in on possibly McManaman? Yeah, I think that might have been um, then. So there were there were little moments we expect it from that ref, though, don't we? Is the one who um, who which one was it? Was he sent off Magaza? Was it? Was it that? Ref? It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, last season against Crawley, so and and I don't think refereeing is going to get massively improved being in League One because I think they swap between League One and League Two quite a lot. Um, so it's not at this point. It's standard refereeing. <laughs> it's hmm. when we're just accustomed to it, which teams like Wigan might not be as much. But yeah, the, th- the thing that frustrated me the most... I don't think we can blame the ref, basically. Okay. But. Well, the, the thing that frustrated me the most Charles is. was that... I, well, I am going to... I'm, I'm going to blame Charles. the referee for the for the equaliser because it wasn't the corner. Was that the referee or the lino? Well, it's the refereeing team... I don't give a toss which one it was. At the end of the day, it was the referee that said it was a corner, so he takes the responsibility from my view. Um, I just... Still got to defend that corner though, Charles. You do have to defend that corner. I mean, I don't know. John Brady said that Paddy Bruff gets uh, pushed, which is why he ends up being unmarked, essentially, Charlie Hughes at the back post. Yeah, but that's that's a nonsense. Paddy B... We do that. Paddy B shouldn't... Yeah, Paddy B shouldn't be mm-hmm. getting out-muscled by Charlie. Well, yeah, just, I, that's just, why I said John Brady said it. Cause no, no, no. I wasn't. Uh, but, I you were. All right. Um, <laughs> why'd you hide Paddy just... B, Charles? Yeah, Charles, why is he your boo boy? <laughs> He's not. boo. He's not, although, <laughs> Paddy boo. Although, if he doesn't actually put one of his chances away, he might become one. Oh, come on, uh, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> come on, He's, a, he's a left winger. He's stuck his leg out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the one against that. Steven is oh, Danny. I'm not having that. Dreadful. Well, they hit the ball. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, should have hit the target. He should have hit the target. Bloody no. Should have oh. hit the target. He Professional From my vantage point in sorry. Nottingham at the time, he should have hit the target. Yeah, yeah see? Exactly. Sorry, sorry, Paddy. Um, is this the one that hit the the, the bar? <laughs> the bar, yeah. Well, it got the saved. One last week, yeah. Jeff, you've been with us for yeah, the last five minutes. It? But it got saved. It got tipped over the bar. So, yeah, he did hit the target. It got tipped over the bar by the keeper. Did it not? I'll go away. Uh, there you go. So, <laughs> you're yeah, actually yeah. incorrect, all of you. Oh, my yeah, It was sorry. tipped over well, the bar by the keeper. That is not a back. surprise that we're factually incorrect, is it? Yeah, no, it's not. not Come on, Paddy. Stick so, one in the top so corner. He, did, he did hit the target, but the target happened to have a keeper's glove in the way. In that case, he should have scored. Anyway. Um... Charles, can I just mention that I... Essentially, for me, we haven't played a game yet. So Because you've not been there? Not been to either of the games. Are you really saying it's all your to... fault? No, I'm saying that the season doesn't start until Lincoln on Tuesday. Okay. So, okay. for me, it's all going well. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Up the um, cobblers. Do you think these are pre-season friendlies? Up the In cobblers. my mind, they're pre-season friendlies. We're just getting, you know, we're just trying out a few things. Okay, so... <laughs> Are we basically saying that overall, then, we're, we're okay? We're not delighted, but we're okay with the fact that there was a performance, if not the res- 
pardon me, the result. Well, put it this um, way. When there have been many occasions, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, I think, there have been many occasions when we've been promoted to League One where I've had my head in my hands in absolute despair at the utter nonsense that I've seen on the pitch. I've not actually seen any evidence of that at all since um, we came up to League One. We've we've competed, and that's exactly what John Brady set out to do. He knows we're not going to win every game and he knows it's going to be really difficult, but we are competitive. We play with conviction and we show effort that is worthy of having the badge on the shirt. And that's all I wish. And if you're not good enough by doing all of those things, those things, then that's okay. Okay. I, I would like some points to make me a little bit. Yeah, calmer, oh yeah, though. me too. Obviously, you know, no points, point. just, please. just to have that little bit of safety net. Some points, points win prizes and all that. And <laughs> if we can get, I think Lincoln's going to be a much harder game than people might think on Tuesday. Yeah. And obviously on Saturday, anything can happen. But mm. if we can come out of it with four points, that'd be amazing. If we can come out with it with a couple of points, then great as well. I just, I just want to see us getting something for our efforts because the, okay. the further, the longer you go on it, it affects it psychologically as well, I think, doesn't it? Yeah. I um, oh. ask you something, Charles. You can. On Saturday, I know you, you mentioned that we gave it a real go and we went for it and stuff. I have no insight at all. It sounds like that probably the case. One of the substitutions, I think it was made on the 78th minute, uh, was big fellow at the back, Monty, Monty, yeah. Monty, Mon- however you want to pronounce it, Manny will call him, uh, yeah. for Simpson, which is obviously yeah. a centre-back for a striker. Two minutes later, they score the winner. Any bearing on it, or is it just pure coincidence? I think it was. Uh, I felt like that. That was basically we went to, we went to three, three five two or five three two, whichever way around it is. We went with wing backs properly um, and an extra defender. I don't. The winner came we from the opposite backs. side. Well, we yeah, okay, but we went to three. At Charles the back. couldn't see from we his didn't vantage have, point. We didn't have three. We didn't <laughs> have three at the back. Glasses. <laughs> the big glasses. Yeah. We didn't have three. We didn't have three at the back. We were playing with the back four. Right. Oh, we, from yes, we were actually. Yeah, you're right. Actually, so, um, Monty. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So when when Monty out, comes yeah. on, that made it three at the back. He was mm. he was on the other side of the pitch. I mean, I get. I'm not suggesting uh, he's know, to blame. By the way, I'm no, no, no. I know, but I, I see what you're saying. Changed. That we took uh, the strike I, I don't know. Run, and I, then it may not I, have done. To be honest with you, I think the issue was was that McManaman, when he came on, he was the game changer yeah. for Wigan because he was just much better than anything else on the pitch. And the, the only thing that... The thing that annoyed me was that McGowan backed off of him. It, and I could see it happening. And it really frustrated me that that's what he'd done. I don't... I, you what you look on the highlights, you know, McGowan's on his on his basically on his toes running back, if that makes sense. He's doing that thing where he's basically facing up to him, but he's five yards away. He's not closed him down and he's just allowing McManaman to cut inside and come into the box and then to unleash, you know, the screamer that he does. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't want to take anything away from the goal because it was fantastic and it's getting plaudits everywhere, but it should have been defended better. And that's the kind of thing that annoys me. And I don't think that if Odomeo was on the pitch on that side, 
that that necessarily happens. I'm not blaming McGowan or Odomeo for going off and, and therefore for McGowan coming on. I think that McGowan just wasn't actually in the game yet. He'd not long come on. And I think that's probably where the issue was there. But again, I can't take anything away from McManaman. It was a superb, superb goal. It really was. But I, frustrating. It was frustrating to go to Wigan and to play so well and not get anything out of it. Because, okay, yeah, it's all well and good sitting here going it was a good performance and we played well and I enjoyed watching the game and it was a good spectacle and everything. But we've still come away with no points. Yeah, exactly. That, that's the thing. Is, so I saw their Sean Maloney, their manager, I saw his little interview that the Cron put up and stuff where he'd, he'd done the whole, you know, Northampton are a good team, you know, they've, they've done well and stuff and that. Oh, he's still lost though. I'd rather he's like, mm. oh, scabby rascals nicked a smash and grab. It's going to be rascals. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> this is why I'm not a Can't say that. It's the big Steve Evans coming out with something like that, can't you? I love it. Uh, on that note, scabby rascals. We'll, we'll, we'll take a break. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. I really hope that Dizzy Rascal popped up in those adverts. Uh, <laughs> you know, he was advertising, I don't know, something like uh, the diesel claim thing or whatever it is at the moment that's being out there. Uh, fantastic. Um, right, we've got some three-word reviews from this game uh, for you. Um, Dan Darwood said, pre-season over now. It was over two weeks ago, Dan. I don't know what that's about, but yeah. Sir Pennies said, not clinical enough. Brian for Bob's World. Performances deserve points. I'd agree with that. Idris Scott Wade almost made it. DJP, top corner again. Sir Gary, long season ahead. Bilzy, not far off. Yeah, not far off for, for Bilzy. Tara said super Sammy Hoskins. We've not talked about Sam Hoskins' free oh. kick. Oh. Uh, and it feels like a travesty. I mean... Before we actually talk about him taking the free kick, the build-up to it, you know, the free kick getting awarded, I was at the time screaming that Mitch Pinnock should have played in Tyree Simpson earlier than he went yeah. to to do it. And I felt like, oh, the chance is gone now because of that not happening. Um, mainly because I did not expect... Super Sam to step up and strike it so sweetly. But um, 
I don't. It was a. For me, it was. I know it was early on in the game, but that move kind of epitomized how we were playing. We were really taking the game to Wigan. And I like the fact that we were being, you know, quick and direct and trying to, you know, trying to get to their goal and and make something of every opportunity that we could. I enjoyed it. I obviously enjoyed the actual free kick, Danny, 10 million oh. times more. Yes. I mean, the, the fact that we're, we haven't mentioned it yet shows, you know, almost how we've come to expect it now. <clears throat> I give it a couple of years ago. We'd have been talking about that straight away from the first thing. We'd have been like, "Did you see what Sam did?" But it feels like when he lines it up now, it's like, "Go on, he's, he's got a chance," and that's how much he's progressed as a player and it, the confidence he's got. Because you, you think when Hoskins lines it up, you think he's actually in with a chance of sticking this in the top bins, and he did. It was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. It was beautiful. Go on, Sam. I first of it. first of the twenty-two this season as well. Where where do you think that ranks in Sam Hoskins' free kicks that he's scored from? It's up there, isn't it? I I think I put it number one. Yeah, no, I think. Top bins. I mean, in terms of goals, not necessarily just free kicks. There's a, there's a few standouts. I mean, that Tranmere one a while ago, that's up there, isn't it? Flick never, yeah. never going to be beaten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it will be. I agree. Um, I think prop actually, I think the Tranmere one in May. Also yeah. is up there with 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 some serious quality, but I think he has these moments of just absolute glorious precision, and, and it's difficult to to rank it. I think because one, it's a set place, so it's slightly different, but the quality of it is is sublime. Mm. Little we we'll do a upset. separate podcast one day. The top ten Sam goals. Just <laughs> upset that Danny didn't shout out rank it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Payne <laughs> said, We're getting there. Ad Colt said, Keep the Ooh, faith. Oh, go on, Patrick. Yest said, uh, Lacking that quality. Uchero, green shoots visible. I like that. I like that. That's a good uh, analogy. Well done. Who was that? The Orton. Buchero. He was talking about the next general election, I think. Buchero. Oh, dear. The Orton Cobbler said, We'll go again. <laughs> Cobbler H, let's have faith. John O'Marston, still early days. Victoria, we got this. Ashley Hardy, poorly defended goals. I think, yeah, we've talked about that, haven't we? David Rutt said, stop sitting back. Did we sit back? I, I don't, don't back, huh? Well, this is, right. So this is actually um, one of the other talking points from this, this game. Because those that didn't think it was a good performance have said that, we spent the whole of the second half sat back defending a 1-0 win. Or, well, defending a 1-0 goal line. Uh, score line. There you go. I got them in the end, didn't I? Um, but I don't think we did sit back. Do, do any of you agree with David there that we we sat back trying to defend a 1-0 lead? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that we play foot positive attack-wise football. It doesn't always come off. Um, it's not always successful, as we know, but actually, I don't think that is a is an accurate description of of John Brady's teams. I don't think for a long time we've sat back on a one nil lead for a long time. We used to years ago, kind of come off the gas a little bit when we when we Brady first joined us, but I think we've 
really evolved with our way of pacing out a game and I don't I don't think that's accurate. No, I think if if um we were sitting back then Paddy B doesn't have that chance at the back post, does he? No. We could have won it with. Yeah, so, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um okay. Um right, who else dive in controversially. Oh, I think on, we do, we do I think we do sit back a bit at times. Oh, Look at him. He's well, so proud of himself. He Look is, at his he? face. He he's it. so he's like, happy he's like, that he's caused some controversy. I just want to come in here and make a ruckus. I think we do at times. times we do. I think, but I think all teams yeah, do I, at times, right? You have to at times. Right? I think yeah. Yeah. I think there's an element sometimes when we're you can sometimes see what's coming. And and to be fair to Brady, he's screaming at them from the touchline get further at the pitch, get further at the pitch and stuff. So I don't think it's, I think sometimes it's, it's the players to blame, just the, the weight of pressure and stuff. They naturally sit further and further back and you can see what's coming and stuff. So I don't think it's a tactical issue necessarily in that respect. It's, it's perhaps just, just what happens in football. At times. Yeah. Uh, you see, I, I go very much in the, in this mindset of having listened to what John Brady has said before about, picking your right opportunity to attack and not just, you know, because I think I think maybe last year he said it on occasion, which is that you can't just go gung-ho and like every time that you've got the ball, look to score or get a, what, what what's he call it? A, a You know, an injection into the final third or whatever. It is. Final he, third entry. Yeah, he it. said, um, he said many times last season, didn't he, that he was dubious about people complaining that we would go back to Burge quite often. But actually, sometimes you have to do that to reset, to then kick on. We see yeah, it, uh, in, it, you know, in England's um, men's international squad are terrible for it. That's their first port call every single time. We don't do that, but because Burge is so commanding in his box, I know obviously at the moment we've got stuff going on with Burge, but generally speaking, we can build from the back a little with more confidence, but that's not our only option. But the difference between sitting back though. And yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That, so that's the thing. Good. And that was the thing that I didn't, I didn't feel like we were sitting back and defending it. There was not one, there, there was not one moment in the stand that I heard anybody turn around and start yelling, push out or, you know, attack the, you know, you know what happens, don't you, when Cobblers fans get, well, any football fan gets annoyed with their team because all they're doing is defending, is that they, they start that really terrible attack, attack, attack little Yeah, that was thing. one of our favourite things under Rob Page, wasn't it? Calderwood's first spell as well, it was a nightmare yeah. for that kind of thing. But, you know, that didn't happen. So I, I don't no. I don't agree that I don't agree that we sat back in a way that was negative. I think, like Neil said, you have to choose when to, you know, defend and, and when to attack. I mean, you go all out attack and I, I just think you're opening yourself up and we would have lost it earlier had we done that. You've got to defend. You can't just constantly attack, can you? Um, well, unless you're a big Ange Postacoglu then. If you saw any of that game on, Saturday, on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> some more of these three-word reviews then. Hornet Cobbler said, lacking fitness. Which is only two words, Hornet Cobbler. How dare have I read it that is. out? Yeah, what is, what's I can't that? believe band? it. Banned Hornet Cobbler. Damn. Steve Scott. 
Erling Hoskins back. Love it. James Tate back five. Okay. Steve Smith. Ooh, it's... Um, still upset at the Aussies. Work on fitness. Mitch for PM. Can't finish anything apart from a really good, well-taken free kick. But, you know, there you go. John Mantle, need points Tuesday. I agree I with that. Yeah, I agree said with that. that, haven't we? Um, Chris said 18th stays up. Only Mitch, give Brady time. Martin Pell, lacking quality striker. Danny? Do you want to... No, no, I'm not. Do you want to come in with that? No, no, no. Did you want to come in and argue? Of course I do. Speak Tyrese. I thought Tyrese did well again on, on Saturday. I thought he held up the ball well again. He's causing them problems. I, th- I do think he, from seeing a couple of games in now, he does have that kind of tunnel mentality sometimes, which can be good for a striker. But other times he just gets the ball and just goes without looking up. And I think sometimes he could do with looking up. But in general, he's uh, he'll get off the mark soon, I think. He's good. How dare you, Martin? How bloody dare you? <laughs> uh, Bal said <laughs> wrong substitutions again. Um to which I actually asked the question about which were the right ones. And I still Good. don't really know <laughs> if there were a, a, a right one. The, what Bell wanted was to see Abin Bowler come on. Um, yeah, I'm not sure the how silent, that The silence the is um, as much. interesting there. I like having Bowler. I do. I really like him. I don't think it I'm was not sure his game. It would have impact, no. Impacted? No, I don't think it would have impacted this game as much. Maybe if we one nil up, I can kind of see the logic. If we one nil up and we we are trying to back off in November, that's exactly what we've just got thrown out as well, isn't it? So it, you can't have it both ways, I guess. It's uh, yeah, and I don't think it's quite time for having Bowler just yet. No, you don't want to destroy confidence in in kids like that, no. do you? There is a. Um... Yeah, that, that, that is exactly it, isn't it? It's the question of balancing giving youngsters time against making sure that they don't end up basically getting embarrassed and, yep. you know, shown up by quality opposition. On them, on subs again, I'm not liking the what seeming like a massive, maybe not massive is the wrong word, but there's a general inclination towards Louis Apare as a scapegoat at the minute. I'm not enjoying that. No, I'm not either. I don't think he's done massive amounts wrong. And he seems like the type of player that would take it on board and and it would affect him in a negative way. And I don't and I haven't seen enough bad things about him. He just seems to be the scapegoat for some reason at the minute. And I'm not I'm not having it, Charles. Not having I it. I saw I saw He's a lovely boy. I saw an absolutely fantastic uh, post. I don't know who it was, so I'm really sorry because I'm going to steal the the context of it. Um, somebody said, well, actually, yes, okay, he's maybe not had the most lightning performances in these first couple of games, but we are so short-sighted, not necessarily us as a fan base, but football fans are very fickle and very short-sighted. Louis Apare, without a shadow of a doubt, um, we wouldn't have got promotion without him last year, regardless of Sam Hoskins' goals. Louis Apare and, and what he did within that squad last year in building up attacks, he was crucial to, to our promotion. So he deserves a shot with this new league and he deserves a shot this season and you cannot judge him on two league games. I'm discounting the Swansea game because I, I don't like that cup. I think it's ridiculous anyway. So... Ooh. I just think oh, that, that's a controversial yeah, opinion. no, it's nonsense. Oh. I want to get rid of it. 
But you can't judge a player on two games. You can't do that. It's not fair. We have to give these people an opportunity. They're just young lads earning earning their living. And yes, okay, it might not be the perfect couple of performances, but they are a group of however many squad deep and it's 11 players on that pitch plus substitutions. Everybody has a collective responsibility for the performances. It's not down to one player. Okay. Uh, Big Gav, not enough quality. Alex Compton, performance was good. Uh, The Bugle said still no points. The Claret Cobbler tied second half. Tom Coyne still got faith. Mike Packwood, still no strikers. Uh, Ryan Summerley will be fine. Sean could do better. Sean Lee, promising but unlucky. Cobbler's Coombsby, sign set peace coach. No, come on, Coombsy. You know, you've already said that you're not. Like, I'm not going to like this. Set peak Coombsy coach. Well, that's four so he's anyway. Put, he's so put a hyphen can... in between yeah. set and piece. No, he's put a... no, <laughs> you can't just no, add a hyphen. You can't just put a hyphen. That's nonsense. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, I'm okay. going to ban him Banned. on your behalf. <laughs> okay. Thank you, JP. <laughs> One week, man. Done. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, I'll go back to that still no strikers one from Mike Packwood, Danny, because you clearly wanted to interject. Yes. Oh, sorry, you're coming back to me <laughs> now. Sorry, I thought you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go for it. Well, I get the same as I said before. Tyree Simpson is a striker and he is a good striker and he will be fine. He's going to score on Tuesday. I've Even got... like, when you're listening to this, he might have scored a hat-trick <sighs> against Lincoln. I've got a striker-themed yeah. joke for you. Oh, oh, go on, yourselves. Neil's on the pod. What type of dog <laughs> does magic tricks? Oh, he looks so pleased with himself. Go on, Neil. What it's, what type of dog does magic tricks? Make sure is I say it, it right. It, Hold on. It's a lap like a Dabrador. <laughs> <laughs> right, you've, you've diminished no, your minor no, Jeffy points here. Right, Neil. Oh, I'm going to give you ten is, points for that. That is officially from uh, my box of the kids. Very imaginatively got me a box uh, of dad jokes. Brilliant! I love that. That's uh, so right. good. That's, when Louis we go, scores one into the top corner, that's what that. That's what, yes, we're what I'm shouting. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go to uh, our our next uh, ad break, um, there were rumours flying around all on Saturday morning. Um, Lee Burge, not in the starting line, not in the squad uh, for the Wigan game. Rumours were rife that he is on the verge of a move to a championship club. Obviously, at two o'clock when the team news was announced, it was uh, announced alongside uh, the news that Burge was injured, and uh, as was Ali Koiki. Now, it didn't say anything more about that. The only more information that we've had since has been that uh, both Koike and Burge will be assessed ahead of Lincoln on Tuesday and then the Derby on Saturday. Rumours, that is all it is. Nobody's been able to... Well, I, I, Coventry have been the club that has been named. Other people have then immediately said, well, they've already got three keepers. Why would they want him? I think... The- I think... I would be very concerned if we lost him. I think we've done a great job of keeping him. And if we lose him, we lose a great asset. And not only that, I think he is a very good 
personality to have in the dressing room for some of the younger characters that we've got. If you look at how commanding our defence was last year particularly, and actually previous year as well, that that last year came down to Burge and how well he was able to manage the team in front of him. There is absolutely no confidence that you can have in any position going uh, up the field without a quality keeper. And with Burge, I have no concerns at all. I, I When I walk into Sixfields or whichever stadium I go to, I don't worry about my goalkeeper at all when he's my goalkeeper. That's my worry if he goes. Because I have complete faith in him. Even more so, really, than than any other keeper I've seen in a cobbler I mean, Lee Harper was an absolute gem of a keeper. Um, but, I mean, Burge, to me, is is brilliant as well. Get him gone. If there's any truth to it, get him gone. <laughs> <laughs> Again, he loves to stir it, doesn't he, Neil? He's got, no, he's got, he's got a point, though. It, it's a, it's a good not, point, though. Yeah, if there's yeah. any truth to it, get him gone. Yeah, he's replaceable. True. Yeah, he's been he's a good goalie and stuff, but Tom King was decent. Yeah, he was. I just I don't, look, don't let it don't let it drag out. I think is what you're that's saying. That's what I mean. Yeah, it, it, don't it's let it drag out. If it is, if it is yeah. get it sorted. Yeah, where does it come from though? What where's the rumours come from though? What has there been the anything mill. concrete anywhere? <laughs> from the, the mill, mill Danny. King's, King's, <laughs> just King's come from the mill. No, I mean this is the thing, isn't it? I'm calling nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm. I think yeah. he's injured. I, I, but I, it'll be annoying if he's injured because that's just another one. <laughs> yeah, it will be. But uh, I, the one thing that I would say is that I'd rather lose him for a couple of weeks, you know, to an injury than lose him full stop to Coventry to a, to a transfer. Yeah, especially to Coventry, he come from Coventry. You know? he, he was there originally, wasn't he? Coventry. Yeah, he was. He was. I, he was with Coventry for years before that. Then, wasn't yeah, he? somebody else said that um, his house was up for sale. And it, I reckon that's probably <laughs> what... Charles. I don't know where he lives. I reckon he's that's where the rumours come from. Yeah, he's not going anywhere, is he? No, he's not going anywhere. He's he, As far as I'm concerned, he's um, injured. But the question that I've got is, why don't... The club can see that that's doing the rounds, right? Why don't... Hmm. Why don't they just come out and rubbish the rumour immediately? Put it to bed. I know the answer. They need to send out send out a picture of Lee Burge with his foot up in a sling. I know the answer to this. I think. Oh, go on. Well, I don't know the answer, but so this is something. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a theory. I've got it. I've got it. Oh no, I haven't. I've got a theory. So <laughs> this, this is, So this happens a lot in. You take no surprise that I'm going to get NFL in NFL in here. Um, oh. But this happens a lot. Go and support Birmingham. Go on. <laughs> um, if anyone, it'd be Leeds, Charles. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so the, the 49ers head coach, there's always a, like NFL media is ridiculous for it, for like rumours and this has happened and, you know, this person's doing this, this person's 40. Do you know what I mean? And and he answered, like, because one of the local reporters asked a question, said, why don't you ever like turn, like, like what you're saying, say that's not true, that's not the case and stuff. Yeah. He said, A, because I'd be doing it all the time. There's always rumours mm-hmm. flying around. There's always stuff going on. So the minute you comment on one of them, you comment on everything, basically, because then otherwise you've got the point of, well, they comment on that one, but they're not commenting on this one. So this one's probably true. Um, and also, sometimes it actually benefits the club for that rumour to be going around for some reason or the other. 
um, depending on what that rumour is. So in this instance, it could well be a case of, yes, he might actually be genuinely injured. The club might not want that necessarily. However long it is, we don't know. And how serious it is or whatever, might be easier for him just to be like, let's have some rumours flying around. It doesn't really matter. Or it might just mm. be that they think it's such nonsense. It's message boards and social media chatter. We just can't comment on everything. It's pointless. Fair enough. Yeah, you made a really good point there, Neil. Well done. Well done. It happens sometimes. Well done. Let's Round of applause, take Neil. Another break then. Go and enjoy these ads and we'll be back with the post bag in a moment. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. Uh, I'm here with Neil, Jeffy, and Danny. And it's time once again to dip into the post bag. To the post, to the post, get your comments and thoughts to the post. We're ready and willing to read out your scribbling, so get them all into the post, to the post, to the post. Get your comments and thoughts to the post, put pen to the paper, do it sooner, not later, and get it all into the post. Get it in. I'm dipping deep. Uh, I've I'm, I've delved very deep. Air, air mail this week. It's, it's, it is air mail. It's come across to us on a plane or a boat. Could have been a boat. It's from Kim Ribbons from Atlanta, US of A. Go on, Kim. Settle in. It's quite a long one. Uh, Podders, you've discussed the effectiveness or not of the new rules regarding time wasting, etc. Do you think that the new rule being trialled by FIFA in the second tier of MLS, Major League Soccer, here in North America, will be any more or less likely to curtail... Some of the shithousery. The rule being trialled is, under the off-field treatment rule, if a player is suspected to have an injury and is on the ground for longer than 15 seconds, a medical crew will come onto the field to evaluate the player and assist him off the field. Once the player is off the field, the player will be treated by the medical staff and be required to remain off the field for three minutes. Kim goes on to say she quite likes it, although I may be she may be concerned some very keen players may try to play through or walk off an injury rather than miss three minutes and incur the manager's irk. On the other hand, it might stop some of the Meryl Streep level acting. <laughs> oh, again. Sorry, I've read that wrong. On the other hand, it might stop some of the Meryl Streep level acting we sometimes get. Your thoughts, please. I like that idea mm. a lot. I like that. I like the idea of the 15 seconds mm. thing because it means that the crowd might start counting in unison for 15 <laughs> seconds. You know, like you used to, you know, the, the, the rule of the, what was it, the five second rule? Keep with the keepers? Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. People, when, when that stuff first started, however long ago that was, people were shouting and counting, weren't they? Like, people one, still do it, Danny. <laughs> people genuinely still do it. <laughs> but no, like, so what? So what she's saying is, if if someone goes down, they, they're taken off, and no matter what the injury is, I'll or if they're ready to minutes. come back on straight one, they're not allowed to come on for three minutes. Like like, isn't isn't like a, this yeah slightly? similar to a rule that has been introduced in the EFL this year. What's that? I'm sure that there's some sort of time thing where a player has to be off the pitch for a certain seconds, amount of time, 30 it? seconds, yeah. if they've had an injury. And it's it's exactly the same thing as what Kim is suggesting here and what they're obviously trialling in America. Um, the idea the is I'm happened. sure it's like a 30 seconds thing three minutes is a lot different yeah it needs to be a deterrent because effectively what we've got is we've got a load of people that are having cheap shots at time wasting and it and this time wasting thing with the with the the time wasting added on you know how i all feel about that because i ranted about it but the three minute thing surely is a much better system because once you're down on the ground they'll stay there for sometimes five six minutes on the pitch being treated for utter nonsense and and peter crouch says it in his uh in his autobiography he says sometimes when you're about 85 minutes and your team's really struggling and you're 1-0 up you just fall on the floor for no reason whatsoever and and that's part of the game but it's it's long-standing part of the game but we've got to get on top of it so if, if three minutes deters idiots like the stupid stupid flailing on the floor with magazas sending off versus cruelly if that reduces some of that nonsense then the game can only be better yeah, so just to clarify it, um, this is on ESPN, but it says, from this season, any player who goes down must leave the field for treatment and stay off the field for a minimum of 30 seconds before being invited back on. It's hoped that the prospect of playing with 10 men for a short time will discourage them going down to feign or to have a tactical break. 30 seconds um, ain't going to do nothing, seconds No, 30 seconds won't do that. Three minutes might, but 30 seconds ain't going to do a lot. Okay. I like it, Kim. Yeah, it's a really good idea. Thank you for that. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I get the idea behind it. I think. I, th- I think um, Melly's got. I'm not sure it's the way to solve the problem. Melly? Oh no! Here we go. Yeah. Melly's got his own <laughs> thoughts on this. I think. I think he he replied to Kim directly on our Slack channel, patreoncom forward slash cobblers to me for that. I thought um, I left this one. But Melly is, as always, I'm preparing myself some big words because he is Doctor Intelligence. Doctor Intelligence. Looking forward to this. Looking forward to this. Here you go. Come on, Melly. Dear Neil, for me, this is dead simple. Reduce the game time to 80 minutes and for any stoppage in play whatsoever, stop the clock to be restarted within 10 seconds of play resuming. I'm just going to pause right there. I fully agree with him. (laughs) So far. Um, Okay. Uh, All visible. Hold on. I don't really get it. Which isn't really a surprise. Okay, so what so you're saying is... reduce the game time to 80 minutes, and games. for any stoppage at all, yep. stop the clock. Yep. To be restarted within 10 seconds of play, what does that mean? So, so it's similar to some of the American sports, is like you have a, like a, a game clock. So almost like oh. the, the clock stops, You have the game has to restart within 10 seconds, and that counts down. So, i.e. for a throw-in, as an example, you'd stop the clock because while the ball's being retrieved and stuff, you've got 10 seconds to take the throw-in. Uh, 
Okay, oh, so right. it's not okay. it's not yeah, the yeah. clock that restarts, Danny. It's the game that must restart. The game, right? Okay. That's the way I read it as well. I was confused. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Sorry, Melly, you've, you've outdone me again. Sorry. Carry on, Nils. I shall I shall resume with Melly's warblings. Um, <laughs> all, this is all visible on the stadium clock. Only the captain to be allowed to speak to the officials, including the fourth official. Any dissent or breach. Simbin for 10 minutes of live play. And that includes a yellow card offence as well. If it's from the bench to the fourth official, immediate removal to the stands and a three-match ban. Wow. Captain should be allowed to challenge... Melig's lost me. A captain should be allowed to challenge (laughs) two decisions if the game is televised with multi-cameras and is allowed a maximum of two challenges that can be overruled like in cricket. (laughs) Bloody hell. Melly must have been drinking. Um, (laughs) If the sport is serious about change, then they have to do something radical. Oh, and in the case of proven disorder by the courts, life ban for guilty supporters at all grounds. The issue is the officials are under so much pressure from so many directions, the decision-making has often descended into farce. Thank you in advance for agreeing with me. So, (laughs) interestingly... I'm not sure what we're agreeing to. I think (laughs) Melly's gone a bit of the extreme, but I do think that we need to kind of go down the rugby route where we... we Let me finish, please, Danny. Well, we Charles stop the clock. We need, we need to stop the clock. I think when when uh, either there's an injury or we've got a physio on or um, there's a stoppage in play, we need to stop that clock. I think that's really important because I think we need we do need a radical change to stop this because it is so ingrained in our game now that if we do, like Melly says, if we don't do something to rapidly improve the situation, it is just going to get worse. And this added on time is just ludicrous and it's not going to work. Why does it matter? What's the difference between stopping the clock and just having it added on at the end? There's no difference. Yeah, mate, it doesn't make any difference. I think it does. The, the bit at the end, the only thing I will say on that is the bit at the end is a bit more open to... Tom Fuller, yeah, isn't exactly. it? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. I, I, if you've the, got like a dead... What, what do you mean the, by that, the, Danny? Sorry. Uh, but by the fact that if it's injury time, the ref could just... It's always a minimum, isn't it? It's like a minimum yeah, it's not an exact that's still, yeah. that's still open to... It's, no, exactly. Well, it's, still it's a minimum because of the there. fact that you can still have added on time added on during the added on time. So there we that's go. That's why it's a minimum. <laughs> It's complicated. If you've got a clock that stops, then it's Well, no, it's not not complicated at all. It's very, very simple. If you have a 90-minute match... What if your screen's broken? (laughs) You can't see it. If you've got a (laughs) 90-minute match and there's five minutes of, you know, that didn't actually result in any play happening, then that five minutes is added on at the end. If within those five minutes a player goes down injured for a minute, then you play an extra minute so that therefore... There but, so this minutes. is it's not hard to but just, understand just have that. a have a clock stop stop it every time it goes out there must be in fact there must be technology now where the ball goes over one of the white lines and the clock stops there must be technology well there is because there's goal line technology so it's fairly simple but why do you, there you go why do you need why do you need the, why do you need the clock to stop every time the ball goes out for a throw in well, because they keep messing about with. I know they ain't got towels no part, more. But part of the game, you don't need it every time. That's where. That's why you couldn't do it because you don't need it every yeah. time. Yeah. That's why you couldn't do it. But there is, for the for the times when, like, I can't remember who mentioned it. It's the last five minutes or whatever. We're going to take a while on this throw in. We'll go real slow with it. Do you know what I mean? 
that's what you're trying to stamp out and that's why there's no there's no this is going to solve it or that is going to solve it because mm-hmm. a lot of it is open to interpretation and you couldn't stop it like, we'll stop the clock oh they've taken the throne already quick start it again Mm. I also think as well, if we're going to start doing stuff like that, we get even more complicated with the idea that we'd need to have refs mic'd up. Now, actually, I think the women's game, uh, when the pen was given, not given, I can't remember which one it is, and she just clarified immediately, it's not being given because of this. Um, and that make, makes a big difference, actually, because the crowd not necessarily are on board, but at least they've got justification as to why the decision's being made. But that's another yeah, argument. I'd, I'd, like, day, to see, I'd like to see players mic'd up. <laughs> Christ, yeah, I wouldn't. God, can you imagine? Uh, uh, it's a family sport, Neil. <laughs> be one of those, imagine people like it? the animal did, mic'd up whilst playing football. Goodness. Did Did you see, by the way, while you're talking about the referees being mic'd up and the. Did you see that one from the, uh, the Ligue 1 in France? Where they <laughs> actually mic. You actually. Ligue 1 in France. Where, where they mic'd up the referee. And the referee literally, you heard the whole interaction for a penalty that I think he gave. And then he decided to overturn it because he went to the screen and he watched. And, and on the TV, you could hear him. That's how it should be. Mm. It's important. It's you really should be important able to hear that because, stuff. We, because there's too much cloak and dagger, particularly if you look at this, the, the farce that is VAR in the Premier League. That it, there's, It's so ambiguous. And VAR was bought in for, um, and, and my understanding, and I think everybody's understanding of when it came in, it was bought in to uh, correct absolute howlers. But it's gone so far the other way, which is the same, I think, for this injury extra time. I think we've gone so far over the top with it that it is a bit farcical. I kind of think that's representation of the state of the... FA to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> do do you want to hear from Daddy Salmons? Yes, I do. Ooh. I'd love to hear from Daddy, Daddy Salmons. Salmons. Official but well, actual real name, uh, Mr. Robert Salmons. I think he's contacted us via Slack and it links to that derby that's coming up on Saturday. Mm. His Derby Don't Day routine die. normally involves getting to the pub as early as possible. Given that we haven't beaten those lot at home since 2006, any suggestions for an alternative pre-match routine next week to help break the curse? Do what I'm doing. Go and sit on a sunbed in Spain. (laughs) That's an offer for you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Go go get yourself a coffee. I find it hard to drink on Derby days, I've got to admit. Get up to Costa Coffee at Mirway. Didn't help. Go, go, see yeah, Babs. Get up to Costa Coffee. Go, go, go see, see Babs. Babs. First mention on the podcast of Babs, got our Babs. hero of the summer. I've got <laughs> Babs in Costa, Mirway. Get get up there. Keep it nice and calm. And just rock up as if it's any other game. Because that's what I try to do on Derby Day. I just can't. I, it makes me feel sick, the whole thing. <laughs> so I just like, have to, until I see the teams on the pitch, I can't. I just I try and pretend it's not them. Mm. I, can't, I can't take it. hate it. My Absolutely suggestion is it. he goes and watches the Barbie movie at Cineworld before the game. Oh, it's a lot of plugs for local businesses going on tonight. Anyway, yeah. Dreams Lounge coffee. I had lovely coffee in there the other day. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very nice, nice in there, isn't it? Browser Street, very nice. Yeah, yeah. lovely, lovely. Um, we've got a couple more. We've got um, <laughs> Rob Duncan. Oh, hold on. 
this might be from Rob Duncan. It could also be from Charles. I'm not sure. Um, I think Charles has just made this one up. Yeah. I was going to email you about something really interesting, but I didn't have anything apart from the fact that my wife now thinks I have a man crush on Charles. I do, but don't tell her. See you on the train to Wigan, Charles. Did you see? There you go. Did you see Rob Duncan on the train? I did see (laughs) Rob Duncan on the train. Yes. (laughs) Did you took a mirror? (laughs) <laughs> sat there all all afternoon with Rob Duncan uh, <laughs> watching the football. Yeah, it's good. Hi, Rob. Excellent. He loved the fact, basically, he loved the fact that he got a shout out on the pod last week because, he, again, he, he sent a message into the post bag. There you go. He's gonna, what happens he's if you email him, you get it read out. We've got, uh, we've go. got one final one, uh, which is from Cobbler H. Heidi. Hi, Heidi. Heidi, I wonder whether it's Cobbler Hargreaves. Um, Cobbler Heidi, please can we introduce Rate My Ticket for all away games? I think this is off the back of your <laughs> love love for the Wigan ticket, Charles. Wasn't, I wouldn't call it love. I it gave was it a very love. average score. It was over love for what was no, a very basic ticket. It, oh, come on. It was a bit of paper. It wasn't a bit yeah. of paper. No, no. Where was it that we actually had? Was it Sutton that you actually had a printed out Sheet of A4 paper <laughs> last season. I respect I that. I remember going to one away game. You Where was the away that? game? Once Cheaper. we had a raffle ticket once. A raffle ticket? It was a like a little literary. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, the Tombola tickets. See, now that's, Not a like ticket. A, that's like a one out of 10, right? I gave this one no, six like, out of 10 because it's a proper ticket. No, it's a four. It's definitely four. a four. Okay, well. Do you remember the old ones we used to have? Up. Were really, really thin and they were like green and white stripes on. On them, do you remember them? Yes, yeah, yeah. They were like the original Six Fields tickets, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, original Six Fields ones. Yeah, bring them back. Um, okay. Then we did have a bit of backlash from Rate My Ticket as well, Charles. I think on Twitter because someone I can't remember who it was replied absolutely aghast um, at the suggestion. Oh. And I will say aghast. Okay. Aghast is that aghast? Is that so it might, it might not be for everyone? I've got I've got all of my favourite tickets. On my wall of fame, which is behind everybody. <laughs> nice. If you're watching this, <laughs> very, very nice, yeah. Nobody's my, watching this. My friend, no, I mean, if this goes out it. on the feed, Charles, come on, keep up, keep up. Yeah, I've got what framed fo- uh, ticket stubs, but obviously, we don't do ticket stubs much, much these days for season ticket holders in particular. Oh, it's all QR codes now. Yeah, it's much yeah. easier. <laughs> it is. For some people, right. Well, oh yeah, not uh, my yeah. father. <laughs> oh, I know how to work it. Don't be ridiculous. Gives gives the steward his phone upside down for a start, and I'm like, oh please. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Love it. The, is that the, the end is of now, the post bag? Uh, the bag is now empty. empty, and Manchester United have just taken the lead against Wolves. Oh, very good. Wow. There you go. Good. Recording on a Monday night. Look, uh, NTFC women. Just before we go, uh, they lost six one in what is their final pre-season friendly they went away to swindon town um alex Dix scored the cobbler's goal um this weekend folks obviously it's the big one on saturday but it's then el biggio the big one again on sunday <laughs> el biggio. it's it's a it's a derby double is what it is it's a derby oh. double as the men and the women both host that blue lot from the other end of the Nen. Come along on Sunday. 
because we don't need to promote the, the men's game whatsoever. Come along on Sunday, two o'clock, Fernie Fields, the home of NTFC women and Silby Rangers, or Silby if you're Danny. <laughs> come along, come along, um, and we're very happy to announce that we're we're sponsoring the match ball for that game. So we're going to be the balls. There. Yes. sponsoring the balls. The big Is that money balls. Your face is going to be on the ball, Charles. Oh, do you know what? That'd be amazing. Can you imagine? I'd love it if my face was just getting kicked all over Ferdy Fields. <laughs> we can have it arranged. Yeah, <laughs> Cheers, buddy. <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, yeah, come along. Two o'clock kickoff, Ferdy Fields. Um, it's the second derby oh, of the weekend. And it's going to be oh. amazing. It's going to be really, really good. Cannot wait for that. Um, talking about things that you can't wait for. Um, coming up this week... Um, on our website right now, cobblerstome.com, you can read Danny Brothers' Lincoln Match Hello. Preview blog. It's there right Preview now. It. Go and it read it. It's a good one. Everything that you need to know about the game is uh, up there and bits that you didn't need to know. They're also there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> on Thursday, if you're a member of our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cobblerstome, you'll get Danny's From the Vaults blog. Um, I reckon I know what might be the game that <laughs> revisits a classic week. game between the Cobblers and Peterborough. What could it be? What could it be? I wonder. On Friday, we've got the preview show. Danny is going to be hosting yeah, the preview show this week <laughs> on my own. Uh, just me. We don't know what's happening with that, but there we go. Um, Let's just fair to say we're not getting preview. the same. Po- we're not getting the same posh fans as no. we did last time. Let's no. just say that for Definitely. certain. <laughs> Definitely not. There will also be a match preview blog out on the website on Friday as well. For now, though, thank you for listening. Oh. And Come on, the Lionesses, Charles. Come on. Oh, yes. Get in there. Get in there. Semi-final. Have that. Way! There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.